Welcome to the Mojo Market Report. Here's your hosts, Dave Sturgio and Chris Gucci. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode and installment of the Mojo Market Report right here on a feel-good football Friday. It is Dave Sturgio, Chris Gucci, A5, Anthony behind the glass at Shop Studios. It is a good one here, folks, because we found out last night that... It's not a a just a made up name. You are officially primetime Chris. No, shut yes, up. you are. It shut is. Up. I cannot believe break. you shorted Baker Mayfield oh, like you that. Can't believe I shorted <laughs> Baker Mayfield, guys. Look, do we have to? We're gonna get right into it, right? We'll, we'll get it. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get into the we'll game get, at least, we'll and get, then we'll, we'll get into him. Yeah. We'll, well, we got one top mover that did not play in the game yesterday. Do you want to cover him first? I, and, I guess. And then we get to Baker. Yeah, we'll get to Baker in a minute. But before we get to Baker and the amazing Rams comeback, top mover starts. Before this game happened, we had some news. It's a bye week for the Falcons, right? So they had to make a move, and they did. It's Desmond Ritter time in Atlanta. Um, I'm excited about it because he's like last of the Mohegans, really. Like the last one to really get a chance to get going, I think. Right? Is there anybody yeah, else? Willis got his star. Right. Everybody's everybody got had well, their at least some options and opportunities. Uh, but Desmond Ritter right now comes in there. He spikes yesterday. He's up 24 hours, uh, 3.29%. Clearly, he's available for a three-time multiplier. So if you believed in Ritter from jump, you know, obviously you, you felt it yesterday, you know, with the, the announcement made. Um, do you agree with the decision now at this yeah, time? It seems week, like it makes most sense. Yeah. The writing was on the wall. I'm surprised I didn't see it coming. And I apologize in advance now because I should have noticed like the, the Falcons are on a buy. This that's when they're gonna Week get rid 14 of, rid of the buy. Go. And um, look, I think Ritter is just a, a little more athletic version of Mariota with a bigger arm. Now, the decision-making, I think we're going to have to see how that plays out. But Arthur Smith will probably dial up some some plays up top, mm-hmm. see if Ritter you know, could extend the, or take the cover off the defense a little bit. I think that's going to be the game plan. And if they get down low, I fully expect Ritter to punch them in, punch in some touchdown runs. So. Do, you, do you expect him to make everybody else around him kind of better? Like, you know, I know the receiving core over there right now is – is missing. They 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 trade away. I, it's it's Drake London show really because after they traded away, um, I'm gonna pull up their. If they traded away Calvin Ridley, who was suspended this year, he'll be playing for the Jaguars next year. But um, you know the options down there for Ritter to start gelling. Him and 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 Drake London could could do some special yeah, things. And I'm looking at their schedule going forward. Um, at New Orleans after the bye, at Baltimore, at home against Arizona. That's this a game first that start's think- gonna be in the dome at New Orleans. Yeah. Oof, yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, it's, not, it's not the typical New Orleans Saints that yeah, we're used to. Yeah, but still plays their the defense rocks, is no okay. And um, then they finish off with Tampa Bay at home. So Arizona, Tampa Bay. Uh, there's some op- there's some opportunity there, I think. Absolutely. We'll and right now, Desmond Ritter is the 70th. That's right, 7-0 ranked quarterback on Mojo. He's put, like sandwiched in between two college kids. So clearly, he's low right now. If you think he's going to be, uh, you know, if he's going to take the, the league on by storm, now's the chance to get him. So good job for Desmond Ritter for being patient, sitting behind the learning tree of Marcus Mariota, and now you got your opportunity. But now we get to the elite. <laughs> the no, elite. The GOAT. Baker Goatfield. Baker Mayfield has just... Listen, you got to I, I know we are out here shorting him yesterday and saying, like, oh, he's going to make the team worse and this, that, and the third. He, he's doing the George. I took that personally. Like, he went out there All right. and had himself a night. Did he? He had Did himself he? a fourth quarter drive. Did he? <laughs> because I'm looking at it like this. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm not buying in. All right. Oh, you're not? No. Not even after this. I'm not this. buying in. It was cool. It was fun to see the backyard style of football. But as Baker Mayfield has this offense 
handed to him, right? And it starts to get a little more complex. Mm -hmm. And he has to start calling actual audibles at the line of scrimmage and actually breaking things down. And when things matter, basically. Right? Okay. Now, let's not... So this is a no-pressure situation. This is a no-pressure situation okay. against I, I a piss-poor defense and they a piss-poor secondary bad. at best. And let's look at the game as a whole. All right, I saw I saw a meme today, and I didn't need to see the meme because I knew I knew what happened. But it, it said that the the Raiders were up sixteen three, and it, there was three minutes to go in the game. So basically, fifty seven minutes of football, Baker was able to muster three points. Right? What was his stats? What was his final? Stats? Baker went twenty of thirty five for a touchdown. Uh, the yards oh, was about two hundred and thirty. Okay, so he had 90, and 98, 98 of them on the last, last drive. drive. So going into the last <laughs> minute of the game, he had a hundred yards and. You All are right, just fine. Ten in the points. hate parade not, right now. I'm not hating Baker. I don't like Baker. Right? I, well, that's that's very but, established. But I don't want to sit here and have egg on my face because Baker Mayfield had a good play or a good drive, <laughs> right, against a piss-poor defense. Hater. I'm doubling down on shorting Baker. Ooh. I understand that you were. I was wrong, and you probably lost a little bit. But, guys, I apologize for that. Now, stick Here's around. Here's chance to make it back. Stick, no, just <laughs> stick around because this is how the market works. If he goes up and, you, and you're like, oh, man, I lost my money. It's like, no, 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 just wait a week. Baker stinks. You will get your money back. Just be patient, I promise. Um, now he's promising, folks. Now so prom now I'm it's promising, now I, promising I got, here on a Friday. I just got the rush of heat. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> now I'm promising things? No, I mean, like, there's one confident. One thing I could promise confidently is that we could short Baker. Baker is not going to meet his market expectations. It might not be today, but Baker's going down. I can Baker's you going down. I He's like, going I down, promise, down, down, I just Baker promised for the second time. Yes, you did. <laughs> Boy, all right. We're, we're making promises here on a feel-good Friday. Try not to break this promise. Can guys. we Can we also talk about a little bit of a, you know, a, a, a fun wide receiver connection that he made last night with Ben Skronik? Ben Skronik is your third top mover of the night. Seven catches eight on eight targets. 89 yards. Two-time multiplier. So the, 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 nobody's really going crazy on Ben Skronik. There is a side story about Benny, Benny Scrawny himself. Um, did, you, did you hear? I mean, I don't know if you listened to the telecast. I am still an Al Michaels guy. I do listen yeah. to the stories. Him and uh, Kirk Herbstreet told the story that on the flight to the Combine, Baker and Ben Skronik talked like the entire, like they were sat next to each other, talked, built a relationship there. And all of a sudden, lo and behold, Four years later, they're playing for the same team. There is some camaraderie there between Ben Skronik and That and might Baker be the Mayfield. corniest story that oh, I've geez. ever heard in my entire life. Did you hear the real story about Ben Skronik? No. It was mid-third quarter, and mm -hmm. his father was busy compiling a, a, I wouldn't call it a highlight tape, we'll call it a low-light tape of Baker overthrowing his son. <laughs> and it was ready to put Skronik's out. Skronik's out of town. And then the, the fourth quarter happened. He was like, all right, I'll, ta I'll take it back. But that video is coming out next week. It's going to be Ben Skronik <laughs> Sr., Posting a video about how bad Baker is at And he went to the school of uh, OBJ Sr. or whatever Odell's father yeah, is. Yeah. They all went to the same editing but school. But yeah, Ben so Skronik, I mean, the value is there. He's very low. I don't know that. It's $1.39. I don't know that there's going to be opportunity when guys get healthy next year. They have I was going to say, why Cup. not have him as a, as a, as a third guy? A two year deal. Yeah. Cooper ben, Cup. But, but Robinson, Ben Jefferson. He caught a touchdown last night. Ben Jefferson, Jeff I feel like, is a little bit. Uh, a step above. I think a, there's a, a role Skronik. for Ben Skronik. I think of he's going to be one of those lifers yeah, that stick the, around. He's the wide receiver four. Next <laughs> okay, year. fine. He's a wide receiver four. Still a wide receiver. Still on the team. On the field. That's a play. That, that's a good idea. All right. So that was Thursday night football. I, I did tweet out right before the game. I was like, man, we are not getting any 
Thursday night football, like, love. Like, sometimes you might see a game. Even the matchups are juicy sometimes, and you're like, oh, this is going to be a good one. And then the it's New not. England Buffalo one, and it was like, eh. Yeah, right. And then this game, the entire quarter, I'm like, oh, God. So as soon as it was 16-10, right? And I'm like, all right, backdoor broski over here. Baker Mayfield going to win me a bet. And then he gets the ball, and I'm like, in my mind, my first thought of this game, of this last drive, starting on the two, was that, the the Raiders were up six safety safety and it was gonna crush the bet and I was like this is not good and then he like the pressure was on bro uh, Crosby held on every play oh yeah that dude's a monster it was like uh, it was disturbing to see how many chokeholds he had to get out of last um, night oh, and I God. do feel like that there was a little bit of assistance by the refs on that final drive just gonna say that the knocking the ball out of the hand I don't know what was said that was the biggest play of the night. Like that, the the literally unsportsmanlike conduct. Like he could have been like, "Ha Baker," and like and just slapped it in, in joking. But like the referee, if you look at the referee's face, he was the biggest get off my lawn guy of all time. He looked, he's like, "You can't do that." <laughs> he throws the flat. I'm like, "No way!" Like this game's gonna be extended because of this clown. Raider football. Uh, it is Raider football. So <laughs> the rest of Week 14 is about to deliver some goods. I think that there's a a, a lot of good matchups coming up. Week 14 is here. Time to make you some money. We'll start on the local front. Obviously, uh, thanks to A5. By the way, A5, I saw that you uh, upgraded and put some team graphics on the tops of the thing. So he, he put some work into this one. I know you guys can't see this at home, but those little blurbs right there, those are logos. huh? So it's not just stats here. Really. I don't get, get them, them somehow. I don't know, I guess. I print them out for myself so I could sound smarter than you. But then you pull up the DVOA stuff, and I, I'm like, I'm just going to throw these away. Uh, but the Giants are taking on the Eagles. They get back to this one. Obviously, uh, all Cowboys fans have a very big rooting interest in this. Go Giants, go Big Blue, go go get them, guys. But will they? I don't see it. I just, uh, the Eagles are a well-oiled machine. They've run through everybody that they played this year. Um, their offense is averaging, oh, my God. They're averaging uh, 402 yards of offense a game. So th they're clearly doing well on the offensive side of the ball. Jalen Hurts has been the guy making me all my money over on my Mojo Market portfolio, along with a plethora of other guys. This guy's top dog, him, Tua. Those guys have made me some money. Um but, again, is there a path to the Giants' success here, specifically in the Mojo market? Is Daniel Jones going to go out there and do a thing? Is Look, the, rush def the, the run defense of Philly gets back Jordan Davis. They, they get healthy. They sign Sue. They sign Linval Joseph. They sign all these guys to clog the, the, the middle of the field. Does, does Barkley find any holes this Sunday? Is I that think if there's going to be any type of <clears throat> success, excuse me, if there's going to be any success for the Giants, it's going to have to be on the ground. Okay. The Eagles... They get after it uh, in the pass defensive game. Uh, it's not so much built on the pass rush, but it's, it is there. But really, the corners have been playing out of this world this year. I know Dave doesn't like Bradbury, but Bradbury mm -mm. is a solid player. Nah. Um, nah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're second in EPA added per play, estimated points added per play. But they lose um, points because they're the, the Eagles. And they're one, they're, they're one the spot Eagles. behind your Cowboys. But, no, they don't lose points because they're the Eagles. They probably actually gain points because they're playing the Giants, right? Because the Giants don't really have much of it in the passing game. Um, but there will be some openings for Daniel Jones to get things going on the ground. I think if Daniel Jones gets going with his legs, that's going to be the biggest factor in this game. We think Saquon should do his thing because he's going to get the volume, right? Daniel, and the yeah. Eagles can be had on the ground. They've been really bad against the run the last six weeks, but they also now get back – um, Jordan, the, Davis. Jordan Davis, yeah. and they have Sue that could probably be into the fold a little bit better now. Um, 
Daniel Jones is quietly has 522 rushing yards. That's a yeah. that's a quiet number, but it's it's definitely something to keep your eye on uh, in regards to the rushing attack. I mean, if you want to, if he's going to be this, I don't think that the Giants' key to success here is to drop back and try to make some plays through the air. I I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Uh, there's nobody else to throw to. Slayton, I guess, sometimes has, has come on, but outside of that, it's a bunch of who's who and nobody knows what. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Daniel Jones or it's Saquon for me. Is your tight not- end playing this week? I'd, uh, Bellinger, yeah, I think he is. Right, I think so like is. So there, there could be openings there, but I doubt it. I mean, I'm yes. not, I'm not really looking forward to seeing anybody in the passing game here. It's, it's Saquon and Daniel Jones as far as the Giants go. And look, AJ Brown's been playing the last two weeks really well. I don't know that they have anybody to check him over there. And Philly's rolling right now. This game's in Philly. No, this game's in New this York. Game's in New York. Let's go. <laughs> look, this could if, be. If, if there's any trip up to be this had, this could be a tough spot. I feel like the Giants are. You know, coming off of a real embarrassing tie. I wouldn't call Ugh. it embarrassing. But no, it's like t- they, they were left brutal. with a sour taste in their mouth. The Eagles are riding kind of high right now, coming off of a big dominant win. It might be a tough spot. You know, visiting the Giants is a division game, but I still gotta, I still gotta roll with Philly in this one and Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown, everybody involved over there. Um, You know, a lot of people said that they were going to take a little bit of a step back with the loss of Dallas Goddard, and I feel like they have in that regard. But like overall, they're still scoring points. This team is just. I don't know. They're firing all cylinders. They're they're hot at the right time. They've been hot all year. Just, they lost one game. Really, so it's, like, it's hard to deal with Jalen Hurts right now. It really is. Honestly, he's he he's an MVP. Really if I had to put my money on the MVP right now, I, I think I'm putting it on Jalen Hurts. I mean, yeah, you can make the argument yeah, for Patrick I'm, I'm Mahomes, right but then I'm he's right dropping there too. With you. I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah. So you know, one loss. I mean, it says it moving says a uh, about five hours north of Giant Stadium. Yes, I've made this trip to Buffalo, and it's a very very long drive. <laughs> or what was it Albany? It was Albany, but it's got to be up there too, right? I'm not a big geography guy, I think but. Right? Yeah, Buffalo's a little more west. Same, same. Yeah, it's like Canada almost, right? So Buffalo getting back home to take on Mike White and the New York football Jets. Now, look, the Buffalo Bills have been that team that it's like they've won games, clearly. Their records state their record is who they are, but they haven't blown the doors off anybody. And then Josh Allen has games where you're like, uh, right? But then there's games that Josh Allen's like, ah, there he is. Right. So like they're a little Jekyll and Hyde, but they haven't been hide on the loss department they keep winning football games in come the jets mike white who just put 500 yards not him completely but the jets put 500 yards on a very very porous vikings defense in come the bills last year after mike white the hype of mike white last year he went back home to go face the bills and now he's got to go on the road to face the bills last year was not pretty mike is this white, year the same thing mike white's gonna get eaten a lot yeah i just game, I think. this is this is a recipe for disaster. It's a bad spot for the Jets. The Bills are – you say that they're not beating up on teams. I kind of see the opposite. I feel like they're just completely toying. They're, like, playing with their food. There's – they let a couple teams stick around that way with the Dolphins. They lost that game. Yeah. The Jets in that first time that they played, terrible. The way that Josh Allen almost broke his elbow and lost me my Survivor 50 grand prize. Oof. That was but brutal. But good thing you're on the mojo market. So you there's make some revenge back. on the minds of the Buffalo Bills. And I got to say, the Jets, I've been reading that there's the flu bug going around the locker room. That's not good going up to Buffalo, trying to play in that in that, in that that cold weather. If everybody's dealing you gotta with something. You got to assume it's going to be negative six. some guys are dealing with something. We might, we might see guys get missing games or not practicing because of illness. And then having to go and play in that cold weather with the flu, that's not an ideal situation. Not at all. I don't know who it is. They're doing a good job keeping it under wraps. But We'll look at the practice report today and see what Jets players are. are I mean, I don't see anybody questionable. I don't. Yeah, right. I don't see anybody missing <laughs> the game. I just also see 
some sluggish play. Yeah, I mean, like, like you whether you play or you, you don't ain't Jordan. play, if you're not you dropping have the double flu, nickel in the garden. The flu, if a couple guys have the flu, that's not a, a good spot to be in. And I have to be honest, if you have the flu and you're not antibiotic up, you can't play. You know, they, you can't go out there with the flu unless you have 24 hours of antibiotics in you. So <laughs> if somebody comes down with something tomorrow, I mean, yeah. You if can't. it was two years ago, they'd be so out for five giving, days. If I'm giving you, <laughs> if I have the flu, uh-huh, yeah. I, I'm contagious still. Uh-huh. Like, I can't go play football. By the way, the flu has already run I'm through not shops, sure, too. <laughs> I'm not even sure if that's a rule. <laughs> it can't I, be. It used I, to I'm be. I'm not promising There's anything. no more COVID no more protocols promising. or anything like that, so yeah. that was, like, around the same deal. But, I mean, deal. either way. And um, any of it. The Jets have the flu, and they're playing the Bills, <laughs> and that's not a good spot to be in. Not a good the spot. The Bills have revenge on their mind. Josh Allen is looking to it's- overtake uh, Jalen Hurts for the MVP. Not Stephon that that's what Diggs. His goal is, but I'm curious to know about this. Stephon Diggs is averaging 100 yards a game. Well, he's not going to get 100. Well, that's so. what I was just about to say. He's about to deal with Sauce Gardner. So, like, I see this being a low-scoring affair. I don't know. I just, I, I don't see. Yeah, the Jets' defense will, will right. Definitely that, the Jets' be there defense is the reason why they're where they barring are. Barring it's not ridden with the flu. <laughs> the Jets' yeah. defense. The has Jets' the flu. defense is going to is going to show up a little bit because they make it difficult to throw, and it's going to be freezing. It's going to be cold. Uh, it is December football after all. As we move into the wonderful town and city of Cincinnati, Ohio, where it's going to be just as cold, and we got the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Cleveland Browns in our next matchup. Now we talked a lot about Joey B this week, right? He's caught some steam last couple of weeks. It's around the same time he did it last year. They're getting hot at the right time. Income game two for a Deshaun Watson, who in the first game, he looked like absolute garbage against the Texans in Houston, right? Well, I got to say this. The Texans' pass defense, very good, all right? I know that the, there's there's nothing that they do well, but every time I'm looking at and I know this because— You're going to make me sweat this game out? The Cowboys and the Texans right now? <laughs> the 17-and-a-half-point favorites? You're going to tell me we can't throw the ball on them? But anyway, I'm just— saying. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, if there's something that they do well— Okay, good. If you're, if you're like, okay, I have a guy that he's playing the Texans this week, and this is speaking in fantasy terms to make it relative, every time you have a receiver that's lined up and the opposite matchup is the Texans, right? First of all, Stingley's a really good corner. Stingley right? is good, rookie, and they, he's, that's he's a, great a great draft job. pick they had, yeah. And— they're like third. It's always, you know how on ESPN, I don't know if you have an ESPN fantasy, but they have the rankings. And if it's like a tough matchup, it'll be in red, right? Yes. That's mostly fantasy things, yeah. It's always a three red when you're playing the Texans. <laughs> so they're the third best. I don't know what the metric is and what they're using in terms of DVOA or EPA, but overall in the ESPN grand spectrum, um, the Texans have a good pass. Defense. So this is all because we're talking about, obviously, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. The reason why so I bring I'm, that up was Deshaun Watson. I'm giving Watson a pass a little bit oh, okay. on, on last week's performance because there was a lot of pressure going into te- uh, Houston. They had his, you know, like the the accusers sitting in a booth. It <laughs> was, was a rough. very weird situation. You know, I'm not going to say I feel for the guy because I definitely don't. But you got to give the the one week, get his, get his bearings a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. I, Cincinnati... Deshaun, only given up to 26 <laughs> through the air. Uh, both teams are actually very similar through the air, by the way. Deshaun Watson, I'm not gonna, <clears throat> I'm not gonna short him or anything like that. I'm not going long. I'm just gonna leave that be and see how that plays out. But they're gonna give him the rest of the season, and they paid him 250 million guaranteed. So, really, it's not even about this season for for Deshaun Watson. It's going forward. I think they knew this was a lost year. Now, flipping over to the Bengals, flipping over, it's gonna be a nice little. It is setup gonna be a nice little setup for him because the the Browns defense has struggled a lot this year, right? Joe Mixon's full practice yesterday. He should be back to ready to go in this one. So that gets the Bengals haven't had a full complement of their offensive stars since Jamar Chase went out a couple weeks back. Uh-huh. Now they're going to get their offense back. But I'll say this, right? Joe Burrow doesn't lose in the month of December. But guess what? Also, Joe Burrow doesn't do. What? He doesn't beat the Browns. He's 0 4. Oh, oh. 
Well, okay, interesting. That's we're zero and three, but he's zero and zero. Zero and whatever he's played. Okay, right? so he so hasn't he's beat, not the, beat the, Browns. the Browns yet. So, <laughs> so something's got to give. Right interesting. Here. A little Burrow bit of kryptonite for Joe Cool, huh? Oh, I like it. So I like that. has got to give, yeah. and I'm going to say that it's going to give, and it's going to give in the way of Joe Burrow getting. Joe his Burrow's goal. playing all world right now. I would go long on him. I would go long on Chase. I would even stay long on Mixon. The entire Bengals offense looks good in the month of December, specifically. You've touched on that, and now they're going to go on a playoff run. So. We already talked about playoff players this week in particular. Scroll back a couple couple days. We're talking about guys we should get in on because of the playoff opportunities. The Bengals are going to get that. So the Browns will not. Um, all right, moving on. Very good game here. It's a make-or-break game, I think, for the Los Angeles Chargers right now. This is it for them. I understand that they're right now, I think they're – are they in the playoffs or in the hunt? I think they're in the hunt. Chargers? Yeah. They're in the hunt. They're in the hunt, right? They got to win this game. They have to win this game. And the only way you win this game is if you get your stars involved. Justin Herbert, to me, is having a down year. He, he is. Like, I understand the stats might not dictate that. He's thrown for 3,300 yards, 20 touchdowns, 7 picks. A, almost a 2-1, to one, just a little bit better than a 2-1 to one ratio right now. But again, based off the expectations and what people say about Justin Herbert as his second coming of Montana, you know what I mean? Like, he's not living up to that this year. I think it has a lot to do with coaching. I'm not a fan of that coach. I well, know me and you both are. There's aren't a couple a fan of things. Yeah. One uh, spotty offensive line play a little bit. They um, lost Slater for the year. That was a big Very guy. bad coaching, I think, and poor decision making in, in crucial spots where, you know, you really put your defense up against it with the field position and then, you know, the offense up against it by giving up needless points. And then also taking points off the board by potentially not kicking field goals in spots where you should. Right. I think the, all those things play into this. But the major factor here is. Mike Williams been banged up. Keenan Allen's been banged up. Um, Austin Eckler's been good in the way of receiving the ball out of the you backfield. Need, you need and he's to a use touchdown, the guy. touchdown machine, but they don't have a run. They don't have. They don't have a scheme to run the football with the offensive line. That's the way they're playing right now. The Chargers are reeling a little bit. I don't know that the Dolphins on the road coming off of an L is the right matchup for them. The Dolphins, I don't see them as a team that's going to lose two straight games. Two it barely loses ever. And I know I made the joke where Tua did not finish that game, so the Dolphins are technically still <laughs> undefeated in games that Tua starts and finishes. Yeah, well, um, listen, that's that. we're, just, we're just reporting the facts here, folks. So now, now to rewind everything a little bit and go back to the Justin Herbert thing, he does have all his weapons now, right? Keenan Allen back, Mike Williams back. Austin When's Everett the last back. time you saw both of those guys we on the field at the same right? time? And Gerald Everett playing. So Single-digit like, Everett about I feel to get like involved. this might be the second since week two, maybe, that he's had a full complement of players on his team. With all his weapons there, we'll see how it plays out against this Miami team on the road. Now I'll flip it to the other side. I've been talking highly of Jeff Wilson Jr. Mm -hmm. He had a rough go of it last week, but we kind of expected that against the 49ers. Mm -hmm. His old team, they were probably geeked up to put a hat on him. Uh, I think in this game, it's tailor-made. The Chargers down the stretch lately have been one of the worst rush defenses in football. For the whole season, they're 30th. Could be tailor-made uh, for a big thumper In day. adjusted line yards against, and I think Jeff Wilson's going to have himself a little bit of a day. Jalen Waddell, questionable. He he had a foot or a calf injury in the last game. He left the game questionably returned, but he did come back, but I think they used him major ma mainly as a decoy. He should be ready to go in this one, but I'm not sure he's fully healthy. It might be a lot of the same. So I'm going to stay away from Waddle as much as he's one of my favorite players in football. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stay away in this game. Waddle, waddle, <laughs> shaky, shaky, on over to Jeff Wilson Jr. Because he's going to be going I'm up, up, up. Um, yeah, so obviously the run, uh, the rush will be the key to success here. But again, 
I'm long on Tua, so let's all call it like he's one of the – until the market catches up, we're just going to keep having to label Tua as the most undervalued quarterback on the Mojo market. If you don't have Tua in your portfolio right now, yeah, like if you watch this show every day – Tua's the long play. You should do be yourself in on, a favor. You should be in on like, Tua right now anyway 100%. because there's just – it's, and there's going to be weeks like I had like two weeks ago where my stock went down a little bit because I'm watching it. I'm like, dude, this is the worst performance of his life, right? And like, he's not playing well. It's like, but guess oh, what? That, his, two his, bounces back. He had a tough game against the best defense in football right now. <laughs> right. And then you look over and he's like, oh, he's got Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. You're in. Yeah, for Come the on, foreseeable future. Here. Get one in on Tua. Um, all right, so that that's another great game. And we'll finish up today with the Minnesota Vikings and the Detroit Lions. This one's interesting because... Detroit's been really, really kicking around the idea that they could be a playoff contender here. I mean, I know there are a couple games out still, but it's still alive. So, like, the offenses are clicking. We talked about Jared Goff possibly saving his job earlier this week. Do you still think that continues against a very, very bad Viking? Yeah, well, if Mike White and the Jets put up 500, what is Jared Goff and the rest of this Jared team going to do? Jared Goff came out this week and said that he's playing the best football of his career right now. Career. He gave himself the vote of confidence. He gave himself the endorsement Huge. and said, hey, guys, look, we're, we're winning some football games here. You know, you could count on me, right? I hope you could count on me. You can count on me. I'm thinking Jared Goff sticks around in Detroit for a little bit. Mm -hmm. They have something nice going, even if they bring in a quarterback, because they do have that pick from the Rams. Mm -hmm. Even if they bring in a quarterback, with Goff's contract at $20 million, in a two-year, they, they really don't have to worry about keeping him around. There's no cap hit, right? Yeah. But as a rookie quarterback coming in on a deal, you're going to keep Goff around. But forget the the future of the, the Lions. Let's talk about Sunday, right? Amon Ross St. Brown, he was injured middle of the season this year. Since he's come back, he's averaging just over 10 targets per game. You expect that to continue against this bad, very bad Vikings pass defense. These teams played in week three, and the, the Lions completely controlled the game through and through. They ran the ball well. They threw the ball well. And it all up until the fourth quarter, and then the wheels came off, and they let Minnesota creep back in the game. For the offense of the Minnesota Vikings, very different than what you're typically used to seeing. Justin Jefferson had three catches for 14 yards. They triple teamed him that game. Yeah. I think with the way they had success for mainly like 55 minutes of the first game, they're probably going to play him very similar, and make them beat them on the ground, which they were able to do. Dalvin Cook had himself a nice game, almost hit 100 yards. But K.J. Osborne and Adam Thielen were the two guys that were— Now, you shorted Thielen yesterday. I'm, he has I'm himself... still shorting Thielen for okay. the season, but I think that there's going to be possibly some opportunities for the other guys because if they're going to be triple covering, double Both. covering <laughs> Justin Jefferson— Now, I say Thielen, but really it's, it's not Thielen. It's I got a feeling it's going to be Hawkinson. It's going to be TJ <laughs> Hawkinson, yeah. Come on. Because we talked about it yesterday, how Thielen was kind of bumped out of the second role, and now he's definitely receiving the third most targets. Hawkinson is the second most. I think that's a, an opportunity here for the Vikings to feed their boy against his ex-former team. I'm with you it. Know, you know the how return coaches, to Detroit. Coaches and teammates love to get the guy involved coming of course, off of his of former, course. playing his former team. That happened a lot. But don't season, get it right? twisted. Both of these defenses are bad. <laughs> okay, they're, they're both giving up equally 414 yards a game. Bro, 400 they, they a game. Gave, they just gave DJ Chark the game ball in Detroit do, 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 because do, 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 he, had yeah. a, he had like a moderately average game against the Jaguars. <laughs> like, congrats, bro. It's the Jaguars. DJ, where you at, DJ? Here, listen, here's your game ball. <laughs> it's so like, what else do I we're got biting here? kneecaps over here. Let's go. What else do I got here on this game? Oh, how could I forget? How could I forget? So the game's Guys, not in prime time. It's not in prime time. But before before we go, mm -hmm. right? Before we go, this might be, this very well might be. Ah, uh, yes, I know where you're going. The this. final time 
that you could get Jamison Williams mm-hmm. at this low price. Mm-hmm. Now, it might it might not be the final time, right? It might be a week later. It might be two weeks later. But I don't think a poor performance out of Jamison Williams is going to make his stock go down at all. No, no. I think right now is the, the lowest you're going to see it, maybe a percentage point here or there, depending on how he does the next couple of weeks. But this guy is a star in the making on an offense that's clearly willing to throw the ball a lot mm-hmm. with a guy that's already demanding some attention on the other side. Jamison Williams is stepping into a very is good it? situation. Is this it? The Jamison Williams come out party? I, is this I it? feel like they did announce that there's going to be a, an increased role with some potential for him to make some plays in this one. Last week, they didn't really use him much. I think it was like five snaps or something like that. I don't know. Maybe more. He didn't get any involvement. No, one target. Not. I think Jamison Williams could be the time. And if it's not this week, it's going to be next or next season. But get in on him now because it's going to go up very soon. All right. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like week 14. He's my favorite guy to hate in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. No, he'll blow up against Green Bay. He'll toast Jair. A couple times. But we'll get there eventually. But week 14 will deliver some action. And, of course, if you want to follow Mojo, you can do so right now by heading on over to social media. You can do that by following us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We've been breaking news faster than everybody else over there on the Discord, on Mojo.com. You can follow us over there. The bloggers and the writers and all the guys that are involved over there have been doing a fantastic job. And, like I said, I was very impressed when I saw that, like, my Mojo alert came up first, then ESPN, then Bleacher Report. I was like, how the f- how do they get that so fast? So they're on it. They're on the ball. We've been at that place. It's a it's a mill. <laughs> All right, you're there. Yeah. You are working. If you're at Mojo and the headquarters over there in New York City. So any of it, enjoy the football, please. Re- bet responsibly. Get the do all this responsibly. Don't lose the more. It's Christmas. But but if you want to listen to some of our advice, you might have a couple shekels, extra shekels for Christmas short time. Baker, and he wants the short Baker still. Hater, hater. Anyway. For Dave Starchio and Hater Chris over here, this has been another episode of the Mojo Market Report. Enjoy week number 14. We'll put a bow on week 14 and preview some Monday Night Football in just a few days. Have a great weekend, everybody.